On today's episode, is Lori Beth too hot to sleep with? When the worst person makes you feel like the worst person, and why true love is worth at least 50 bucks. All that and more on today's episode of Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denberg. This is Lori Beth Denberg, and welcome to the Bad Advice Podcast. With me, as always, is Clark Crozer. Hello. Clark is here to help give advice and keep me kind of focused on what we should be doing. (laughs) Keeping the train on the tracks. Otherwise, this would be 40 minutes of me talking to Bags the dog in a baby voice. (laughs) And what do you need advice about? Bags advice with Lori Beth Denberg. (laughs) So I want to hear, I want to hear, I want to hear. Oh, yeah. I had some coffee. Can you tell that I had some coffee? You're a little jittery. I'm a little intense. (laughs) Um, No, last week we did say how uh, it was Lex's birthday birthday. Yes, my my son turned six. He did, and he's so cute. Yeah, And we love him. So tell us about what you did. Well, we uh, we got up early. My wife got this amazing group on that she found during the pandemic. And she was like planning for that one day when we're all going to be vaccinated mm-hmm. and we can leave the house again. And it kind of happened the day before my son's sixth birthday anyway. So it was good timing. But we ended up getting getting up really early, uh, going down to the docks and getting on a ship and going whale watching. <gasps> For, I don't know, five, six hours. It was crazy. So much fun. So much fun. I have seen, I know I acted all surprised, (laughs) but I actually knew that and I've seen the pictures. So was it just, I mean, I love dolphins and whales and all that kind of stuff. Like I could just watch for hours and hours. I swear to God, I feel like I've done whale watching easily two or three times. Mm -hmm. I am a whale, uh, uh, what do you call this? I like whales hate me. Why? They never show up. I can Aww. I get maybe a foot of the back of a, a whale and then it little, does a little spurt mm-hmm. and then swims away. Like I never get the the whales jumping out of the water and oh. landing or big giant tails flapping around. Well, is, I it, get like, is it because you're carrying that big harpoon? <laughs> That's my lucky harpoon. How would I get on a boat without that? <laughs> It's it's worked for me this far. <laughs> yeah, so I never really get good uh, visuals on whales, but we got great dolphin uh, uh, shots and experience. That was really fun. They kind of were swimming right up against the boats. Oh, my goodness. So that was awesome. I went whale watching. I don't know if I've been more than once, but the one I remember was with some friends in Santa Barbara years and years ago. Okay. And I just remember the funny, like just every once in a while, Clark's knows this. Every once in a while, I say something that really makes me laugh. <laughs> yes. And like, I, I can get good laughs. Sure, you know, I'm funny. Sure, I'm nice sure. to hang out with. Absolutely. But we were, this always stuck in my brain. I was like, am I okay? Uh, <laughs> we were whale watching and it, you know, the the whale tour guide. It was a person taking us. It wasn't a whale. Right. Like, um, <laughs> saying how, yeah, this is what they're doing. Whatever kind of whale it was. They swim here for six months and they swim back. That's their thing. And one of our group was like, like, what's the point? of that like they just go back and forth and then i go yeah and whales are looking at us going work home homework work home <laughs> you know and it was exactly. like I mean, it was really funny but it also gives you that perspective of exactly. like what the hell are you doing yeah you know but just beautiful i mean just being on the water anyway yeah that's just so peaceful and yeah nice and good to spend time with the family too right yes. it's a nice family thing to do so we had fun. There were there was one moment I I gotta say that we were there. They finally spotted some whales, and then oh. all of a sudden we're kind of moving around the boat because it's a bigger boat, and they're like, "Oh, it's on uh, two o'clock port side." Yeah, exactly. So we all go rushing over to that side. And there was one point where we rushed over to a side. We're looking at the whales, and all of a sudden from behind us we just hear. And I'm like, okay, we need to move to a different part of the boat. 
There's oh, because totally so, oh. somebody throwing up oh, right behind us. And there, there, it was like there was a vent right behind my head. I'm like, we got to move. This is not the spot for us. I didn't understand at first. And I thought that there was a whale throwing up. Oh, no. Chasing the boat. And no, I really didn't no. understand. Oh, poor person. He throws up and then another boat shows up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing? Uh, uh, okay. Well, the, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, it's not whales and dolphins, but yeah. I'm excited. You know, people know that I board dogs. I take care of people's dogs. That's right. And animals in general, but nobody's been going away anywhere for a, a COVID year. amount of time. Yeah. And so, but I have a friend, um, he and his girlfriend are going camping mm. for just like three days. So I get to go over and take care of their animals. Oh, nice. Which are... They have a, this awesome dog, which, of course, they're taking camping. Oh. So I'm left with nine cats, seven birds, and five bunnies. Wow. Yes. And there's one specific kitty cat who is blind, who needs her kidney, you know, medicine and oh. that kind of stuff. So that's like the bulk of the reason. They're like cats and bunnies and birds could be okay for a couple days. Right. But this one baby kitten who really needs the attention. Right. Plus physical attention and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to make her feel pretty. Um wow. So I'm pretty psyched about that. That and is so many animals. I went, I know. Well, she like rescues, she rescues um, elderly animals. Oh, okay. You know, it's, sure. it's, sure, sure, sure. She, is she a hoarder? We're not sure. All <laughs> I can say is that I went into their home, which was not big. Mm. And there are nine cats and six litter boxes and five rabbits and birds. And it didn't smell like anything. Wow. It was like really amazing. Like that's, that's the impressive. kind of care that they put into taking care of these animals. Okay. So I just really don't want to fuck up. Yeah. But I am pretty, pretty excited. That should be fun. Yeah. And it's just nice to be able to go and be with a bunch of animals. Yeah. So. Okay. So that's my deal. And now I just absolutely have this like image of a whale throwing up chasing your boat <laughs> yeah oh my goodness well also before we uh start doing some questions we wanted to talk uh about a uh, new thing that we were thinking about if anyone out there has any choices that they need help with yes any kind of choice that you need help with Send it our way. We can help you make that choice. Yes. I just wanted to throw that out there at the top of the show. I'll, I'll remind you again at the end. It just sounded like such a fun idea. A uh, legal disclaimer. Oh. I am not actually responsible for the choice that you eventually make. <laughs> yes. But boy, do we want to make that choice. Uh, yeah. Oh, we can't wait. You need help naming your baby. We're there. Oh, yes. Or your dog or whatever you need. You let us know. Or between two women or bet yeah. any choice. Any choice. We, we're experts. Yes. Okay. Are we? I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Let's find out. It'll be fun to find out. Anyway, um, I just thought I'd throw that out there. Let's move on now to our questions of the week. Okay. Uh, and our first question is actually from Anonymous. Oh. Yeah. And Anonymous says, hello, I'm in need of some bad advice. I've been talking to this girl on and off for about five months now, and we finally hung out last week. She claims she felt a spark with me. But at the same time, she's always been very on and off with me. She says she needs some self-healing and isn't ready for anything serious because of a past relationship. And I understand that 100% because I've been through that too. Uh, I'm sure many people have. So I want to know what I can do at this point. She's not talking to me anymore, but I really like this girl. Like I've said earlier in this message, she's always on and off with me. Do I just let her go or keep trying? You guys are the best forever. And thank you. Oh, thank you. You're the best forever, too. Yeah. Based on this one interaction we've had. <laughs> Anonymous. Yeah. I say you leave her alone. Yeah. Here's my my thing that I work so hard to implement <laughs> is I want to be with someone who wants to be with me. Yep. And this girl has literally said she didn't say i don't like you right she didn't say any of that right who knows what the case is right i can sit here and make up you know in my story well he's not calling me because of mm -hmm. this and that and that and the end of it it's like no if he wanted to get to know me he would yeah he knows where i stand yep you know she knows anonymous where you stand. oh i wish i knew your name let's call him gary okay no so gary anonymous gary anonymous she knows where you stand. Yeah. And 
you have respect for what she has said. Yeah. You know, about needing time after a relationship and you understand that yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So if you have respect for that, that's great. Yep. But also another key part of it is don't bash your head against the wall. Right. Because if she was ready, if she was, not to say it so harshly, but if she was interested, I know she said she felt a spark, whatever it was, but she knows where you stand. Right. If you've left it with like, hey, I really like you, you know, let me know if you want to get to know each other more. Absolutely. Then that's good. But as far as you pursuing someone who has said they're not ready for anything serious, which could just mean I'm not interested, which could mean like I can't even deal with anything casual even. Right. You know, so there's respecting what she told you. And then there's also respecting yourself enough which I'll let you know when I understand how to pull that off. <laughs> Respecting yourself enough to like really be in the reality of things. Yeah. And if this person was interested, they know where I stand. They know where I am. They have all of my digits. Right. As the kids say. Right. They have all of my ats. They have, you know, you've right. been talking for five and a half months. Yep, yep, yep. And it gets stuck in that like, oh, but I really want this. It's so right. close to being good, but it's not. This is what I've gone through with other relationships. Right. It's it's so, it would be so perfect if only this. And it's like, well, the this is a pretty huge fucking part of why, yeah. you know, yeah. that if that were good, everything else wouldn't have to be perfect. Now, a question you're saying so she knows what G Gary Anonymous's uh, feelings are and how he's ready to start a relationship. He's if she he wants to start a relationship, but if she's not in the right space, you know, that's it. Mm -hmm. What if she doesn't know that? What if he wasn't as blunt or clear about that in their last interaction as possible? Yeah. Would you re recommend maybe? sending a note and being like, hey, I know you're not ready for anything yet. This is where I am. like just laying down flat and to the point. I like you. I like the relationship. It's just a matter of, you know, if, whenever you're ready, you let me know type of thing. Absolutely. Would that be too weird? Would that be too? No, I think that that's a really good point because I, you know, I don't know how clear Gary Anonymous was, Yeah, but that would be a good a good thing to do. And possibly like a good final, this is my final attempt at trying to let her know that I'm ready for a relationship. Well, I'm not, no, not even that. No? This would be a moment to say, um, I do like you. I care about you. I respect what you need. Right. And I want to wish you good luck. And mm. I'm here, you know, yeah. a, a, almost a goodbye, not a goodbye email, but a, I'm not going to keep working on this as a relationship. Yeah, email. I'm not going to pursue you because you've said that's what you want. That's really cool. So then a I fucking like girl like me will be like, but he's not calling anymore. We right. told him not to call. Well, he still should. Right. You know, ugh, why are relationships the worst ever? But I feel like that note solves that. Oh, absolutely. I love that note idea. Yeah, no, that's you're absolutely right mm. to just. Put a button on it. Yeah. Put a bow on it in a in a loving, interested, whatever way. But like you were saying, they they gain Gary Anonymous also has to be ready to be that's it. Like Oh yeah. To be that's it and to not wait around. To yeah. not know he doesn't have to wait around. Yeah. And um what do you think, uh, yay or nay about Gary Anonymous adding to the note a dick pic? Uh I'd probably say no. Only because, you know, sexual harassment. Mm, okay. <laughs> it's, you know, the times that we live in, Laurie, there's just, there's not, sexual harassment isn't a, as appreciated as it once was. Yeah, and, it, and a dick pic might undercut the whole, good luck, my friend, I care about you. Now, if it was somebody else's dick, that's an interesting story. Maybe oh. there's more to say in that letter if you're also sending a picture of somebody else's dick. Maybe you send the nice note from someone else's dick. <laughs> See what she says. Like you're you're testing the waters. Yeah. Well, after this display, I realize how great Gary Anonymous is. <laughs> he had a face head, not a dickhead. <laughs> All right, Gary, respect her wishes. Respect yourself. And it sounds like you're doing that already. It so really does. Keep going. Keep going. But uh, hopefully that helps. And let us know what happens if uh, if she changes her mind or if you do the note. 
let us know. Yes, please. And uh, tell us what happened. All right. Uh, and if you do the dick pic, well, testify against you in court. <laughs> exactly. We told them to t- uh, send somebody else's dick. This is the whole point of this being called bad advice. <laughs> Exactly. I will not be held responsible for you getting bad advice on a show called Bad Advice. <laughs> File the papers, bitches. Let's see how far it goes. See, there you go. In case any of you were wondering why it's called Bad <laughs> Advice. Every once in a while, Lori Beth likes to remind you. Yes. <laughs> Let's move on to question number two. And I got to say, question number two, I feel like you are just going to absolutely love. Oh. Because I... Honestly, I had to check who sent us this email because it quite possibly could have been you. Oh, Jesus. That's that's what I was thinking. I'm thinking of all the problems I have and what this could be about. (laughs) So here we go. Question number two is from quote unquote Ashley. Okay. And Ashley says, what should you do when it's too early in the season to turn on the AC? even though not doing so is detrimental to quality of sleep and life. As it's not my house, it unfortunately can't be 68 degrees 24-7. Instead, I have to deal with a room temperature of 80 degrees. I live with my mom, so she's stingy, and it's not the first time I've literally been unable to sleep for a substantial amount of time as a result of it just being too warm. I get that she wants to save money, but I'm much happier when I get a good amount of sleep while being less prone to irritation as a result of the heat. My room only has two fans and one window, which isn't enough to actually cool down the room on a warm day night unassisted. My mom is unsympathetic and suggested I use cooling pads when it can only do so much to help as I warm up as I sleep due to my metabolism. What can I do about this? Thanks. I really enjoy listening to this podcast every week. It's from Ashley. Oh, Ashley. (laughs) Clark knows me. (laughs) I knew it. Ashley, I am living your nightmare. Thank you. Okay, just for a br- oh my god, I'm so right? g- genuinely upset by ah. your plight. <laughs> I live with my dad. Yeah, he's 76 years old. Mm-hmm. He's always cold. <laughs> we live in the San Fernando Valley, which easily reaches 90, 100, 110 degrees. Oh yeah, in the summer. Yeah, it's already been over 90 degrees, and we are in the middle of April. Yep. He keeps. The house at 79 degrees. Uh-huh. I cannot sleep when it's hot. <laughs> right? Ashley, I, I feel like we either need to fall in love or have a suicide <laughs> pact because either we can get through this together or we need to give up. Come on. I cannot sleep. It makes me so angry when I'm hot and sweaty. I can't do it. And Oh, my God, Ashley, I don't know how old you are. Maybe I'll adopt you. Maybe <laughs> my dad can move in with your mom. There you go. And, okay, so I think that we understand right yeah. now how invested I am in this. First of all, here's the thing. And it's like, yeah, if I knew what to do, Ashley, so I'm just going <laughs> to bitch about it to you. What does too early in the season mean? Yeah. Either it's hot or it's not. Right. Okay? Then my dad's all like... Ooh, the power department tells you to just put it on 78 for all the blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, my God. Plus, plus, Ashley. Listen to this, Ashley. I live with my dad. My room has a big window that faces west. So as the sun sets, it is probably 10 degrees hotter in my room than the rest of the house. Ashley. Ashley, is your mom, uh, she healthy? (laughs) She a little wobbly? Can she possibly take a, oops, trip down some stairs? I feel like this might be your uh, throw mama from the train (laughs) moment. (laughs) Where like, Uh, you agree she kills your dad, you kill her mom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so here's the things that I do. Suffer and cry. Yeah, that's that's one. Um, I have looked into a swamp cooler for my room because that's the thing. It's not just about oh my dad is cold. It's like oh and the, and the air conditioning and it takes Money, a lot. Yeah, of, it does take a lot of 
money to keep that running. It's no joke. Mm-hmm. I am not some spoiled brat that's like, but air conditioning is free. It just comes <laughs> out of the wall. Right. Um, and so that is all true and correct. What I have uh, tried to do, and maybe we'll try to do more this summer, is say, hey, I'm going to put a couple hundred bucks yeah. into the bill. Yep. I was about to say that. So why don't we try that? Beyond that, what I have done is, I mean, I'm I'm really, 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 really lucky. There is a swimming pool at my oh, house. Yeah, yeah. So oftentimes, and I stay up really late too. Clark knows this. Yep. I'm at night. Oh. Is that what is that the noise that owls make? Um, so I will go naked if anyone's interested coming by into the pool at you know one a.m. Right, and then the fan is on, and then whatever, and I just try to be okay. Mm-hmm. I also have um, from this time that I had a really bad sciatica disky thing. This really big. Not a heating pad, ice pack. Mm. That's like the whole size of my back. Mm. I do take ice packs to bed. Oh, wow. Little ones I'll put behind my head. I'll put it on my cheeks. Like, mm. I do that kind of shit. I do um, washcloths. I can't believe I have so much to say about this. <laughs> you know what Karen has? Karen uh, gets warm sometimes. My wife gets warm sometimes. She bought an ice beanie that oh. literally goes over your whole head. And you could it's like just, a like a mask like mushmouth like like uh like a a snow beanie like it oh, pulls okay. over your head. Like I thought the top you meant like head. a ski mask as well. Like <laughs> no, it covers no. your whole head. It's not like a babushka. <laughs> it's a uh, you know it's just the top of your head pulls okay. it off. But it goes in the freezer, and so you can kind of like freeze your brain yeah. for a little bit. And Ashley, I know, I know how frustrating this is. Yeah. And getting all of these whatevers, you know, oh, here's what you can do since you're wrong. If if you want to pay the bill, yeah, turn that shit on. Oh, yeah. Well, here's here's what I was going to say. And this is coming from the sneaky point of view, because uh-huh. I always come from the sneaky point of view. <laughs> um, if I were you, I would agree to just pay the electric bill. Right. Yeah. And you don't say it's because of the air conditioning. You say, you know what? I want to start contributing more to this house. And I know that you're that you would need a little bit help and would like a little bit of extra cash every month. So I want to start paying for the electric bill because I want to contribute more. Then the next day you turn that uh, that uh, air conditioning up at full blast. That doesn't work, though. When my dad is freezing when it hits 76 in the house. Hey, you're paying for the bills now. So if he doesn't like it. Well, no, but he pays for the house, Clark. It's not quite the same thing. There's the two different things. There's the money. That's the thing. That solves the money problem. It solves the money problem. Solve the But you could also tell if it's if it's um central heating and cooling. Yeah. You could close the other vents in her room. Like these are things to do if you have some money to put towards it. If it really is just about that. early in the season it's hot or it's not mother (laughs) oh my god this is so frustrating it is not unreasonable that clark thought this question was from me right it sounds like it was written by you and it's like ashley what what she hasn't necessarily she's told us the situation but to really understand how frustrating it is crying to yourself be there and trying not, to sleep not be able to sleep because you're hot and get so angry oh. and like getting angry is really cooling you off <laughs> right. you know i would invest if 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 you're able to do anything if paying part of the bill actually helps if um us mutually murdering our parents <laughs> helps. i mean uh, let me let me throw this this is a unexpensive unexpensive solution to this problem however i do want to throw it out there because who knows maybe this is uh gonna help somebody else Mm -hmm. but in my house we had a huge air duct problem about a year and a half ago and because of that we had to redo the air ducts in our attic and when we did that the guy said would you like different zones in your house and i said yes so we have three different zones with three different nest thermometers okay so that you can make the back of the house freezing cold the front of the house gets heat everything can be different oh so 
I that is an expensive way to fix this problem. However, imagine if you could separate your room from the rest of the house. Okay, that's pretty awesome. Right. But I don't think if at, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's just an idea. It's not going to help. It's but, not going to help Ashley, whose yeah. mom is like, I don't want to pay the 50 bucks. Ex exactly. Exactly. Well, but then she's like 20 grand. Hold on. <laughs> Oh my God, Ashley. And it's coming into summer. It just yep. started to get hot where we are. Oh, it's just going to get worse. Oh, Ashley, I will say to you, I mean, I've said a lot, including a, a not serious murder plot between us. <laughs> um, Get a bunch of ice packs. That's yeah. really what I do. My cheeks are red and hot. My yep. face cheeks and any other cheeks on my body. And uh, Swamp cooler. Did you say yay or nay on that? Oh, I never... I've never actually gotten it, and I don't know if how much power that would draw. Right. I don't know the difference right. in like getting an air conditioning unit for my window because right. it's all about with Ashley's mom and my dad. It's like the money, the money, the money. Right. But it's also the money for something they don't want. You know. Yeah. My dad doesn't want to be cold. Yeah. That's you know, the, he well, doesn't need it. So maybe that's the answer. Maybe it's a combination. Maybe it's I'm going to start paying for uh, the electric bill and I'm buying myself an in-window uh, air conditioning unit. That that could do right? it. Because then, that, then you're it. just cooling your room and you're paying so they can't bitch about how much it's costing. That is a good idea. That's or, putting it all together. Or. I'm going to do one more thing. One last tip. Just tell them that you will start paying above and beyond whatever their last electric bill was. Okay. So you're paying the bonus. I thought you were going to say, get a one for your room and buy your mom a goddamn sweater. Yeah, there's that too. <laughs> oh my God. I think that this is like emotionally charged me more than any other question we've ever had. Right. Ashley, oh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is Jess Betancourt, the host of DNA ID, the only true crime podcast that exclusively covers cases solved using forensic genealogy. DNA ID goes behind the headlines to answer your questions about this remarkable new crime-solving tool, how it works, how cases are selected, why the cases were unsolved for so long, and how the justice system is addressing it. I include input from law enforcement to give you the inside scoop that we all crave with a straightforward, no-nonsense delivery. You can find DNA ID on any podcast platform. Episodes come out weekly on Mondays. Well, hopefully that'll help. I, that's a, there's a lot of advice there. Yes. <laughs> um, but let's move on to Jen. Jen is the third question of okay. the week. And Jen says, hi, Lori Beth. This is Jen again. Okay. She's actually talked to us before. Oh. Uh, I wrote to you previously back when I was still questioning my sexuality. Well, I am now 100% sure that I like girls. Oh. And am in need of advice once again. How does a shy and socially awkward introvert meet women during a pandemic? I've been using dating apps and have not had much luck. I'm probably also just impatient. <laughs> the gay bar in my city has been open and I've visited a few times, but it's always hard to decipher who is paired up or even gay since the straights like to visit the gay bars too. I've been doing, I've been going with my straight male friend. So maybe we just look like a straight couple. Maybe I don't look gay enough. Any dating tips and advice would be appreciated. Thanks. Jen, Jen. Jen. Well, first of all, thanks for writing in. Yeah. Second of all, if um, I'm really proud of you for saying I need to look at my life and my sexuality because it doesn't seem quite right. And then coming to these conclusions and accepting yourself. Yeah. That's like. Pretty, I mean, I was so angry about the air conditioning and now I feel like I'm going to cry. Like, I'm really proud of you, Jen. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, that makes me so, so happy is not even the word. Proud almost. It just makes me feel like one little thing is right in the world. Yeah. Now. You know what yeah. I mean? And there's no such thing as looking gay enough. I don't know what you're after <laughs> there. I mean, there's no, if you want to convince someone that you are a huge, you know, bull dyke, then you should dress a certain way. But only if you are, yeah. you know, <laughs> sexuality and appearance, gender, like all that shit, as we learn more, 
you are what you are. Right. And and trying to be something that somebody else wants you to be. Right. It might get you something, but it won't get you what you want. Well, plus, I know in the gay community, different types of dress, different types of style mean different things, right? There's codes. There's there's signals that you're throwing out that you might not be aware of since you're kind of new to this game. Yeah, but but that's to to my point. You don't want to throw out signals about something that doesn't apply to you. Exactly. You know, it's like, well, I don't like flannel, but I guess I have to (laughs) if I want to get let in at the door, you know. And Jen said that she'd started uh, online dating. Yeah. As have I. (gasps) What? I know. What? I know. We'll get back to you. When did that start? Like, a few days ago, Jen, Whoa. we'll get back to you in just a moment. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I did not know about this. You did not know about this. My head hurts. Wait, wait. Isn't there uh, an online? There's an online dating service for famous people, right? Is, is there? I think there is. Am I famous enough to qualify for it? I absolutely think you are. Okay, let's look. Let's look that we'll up look after that the up. show. Yeah, yeah. But for now, I'm just. <sighs> swiping left i've said first of all it's like oh these free dating services yeah and then it's like oh unless you want to see more than one person then you pay me 50 dollars. yeah here's all the people that like you with their faces pixelated out (laughs) because they're also sexual predators yeah um so and i messaged one guy who didn't message me back and i thought this was a good message and based on his like profile profile and stuff that i read i said because it was like i swiped right and then it was a match like he had also okay and I messaged him, um, we both swiped right. Are you, colon, A, a murderer, <laughs> B, a good guy, C, a good guy who sometimes murders? <laughs> well, I thought oh, that was, great. you know, yeah, that's I thought that was pretty line. good. Yeah. And uh, no response, but uh, that's okay. That's fine. That's okay. But yeah, it's really, I am having a, an issue with it just as far as like, I'm swiping yeah. I'm just swiping left. I'm swiping left. I'm picturing everybody swiping left. And it just means it just it, it's like people are disposable. Yeah. And I don't mean to get so deep about it. Yeah. And then also I'm swiping through and I saw at least two gross guys I know from real life. Oh, no. And I actually was like, oop, and accidentally swiped right on one oh, of them. And I'm like, oh, no. no, no, no. I pushed undo as hard as anyone's ever pushed undo. Oh, my God. So I'm just I'm looking at this and I'm and I'm going through the faces and I'm answering all the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the questions. I think it was on Plenty of Fish. It's like, what are you looking for? This and that. Mm. And then all of these personality questions that were so weird. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh yeah, eyes blue. I like a man who who likes dogs and animals. I like, you know, what do you feel about someone who acts? What do you feel about someone like X? How important is it Freedom of the press to you. Oh, no. What? How important is freedom of the press to you? What? Was a question to answer. To for a, a dating site? For a dating app profile. Okay. And it was like, very, not a lot. And then you could write something. And then I wrote, I wrote, a, I wrote what I thought was a bunch of funny answers. And okay. then Plenty of Fish canceled my account. For, what? I don't really know why. Well, I'll tell you something. I made my username, please don't be a murderer. Oh, no. So, yeah, this question was, how important is freedom of the press to you? How? And I said, very. And then I said, remember when we used to meet at a bar and catch eyes and smile and maybe talk to each other? Yeah. Well, freedom of the press is very important to me, (laughs) as is a basic understanding of the First Amendment. That's weird. It's weird, all this shit. And there's no end to it. I keep waiting to be like, okay, I've answered all my questions. I don't know. I, I feel weird giving advice i i online dated that's how that's i how met, you met karen. karen i know was online and i've married several couples People that, that have met, met online. online it's it's weird it feel it really feels like the free sites are for sex the paid subscription places are for people that want to get into a serious committed relationship so right now you're saying i should stick with the free sites i'm saying the free sites are going to get you laid Good to know. Mental check. <laughs> yeah, no, I know that too. I, I know nothing is free. Yeah. And, you know, I, I just, and, and that I only learned through experience of just like every single person that I met through the free apps was out of their mind crazy yes. and just wanted to bang. 
and was like, okay. Yeah. And then the people that I met on the fancier apps that I had to pay money every month were like, Looking at me and seeing how uh, what my children were going to look like and, you know, how uh, how many years married my parents were like they really wanted to know more deep stuff. Okay, so that's just personal experience. And that was from 10 years ago. Who knows? It might be a totally different world. The algorithms are so advanced now. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure. Okay, but you really should get on the more famous one, the famous dating site, because. There, you're gonna scrape the bottom of the barrel on some of these sites. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, if I'm just looking for a guy to scrape the bottom of my barrel, then that's, that's okay. Fine but too. It, yeah, that's yeah, good yeah. to know. Totally. Jen, this is good for you to know as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, because Clark, it Clark has a what? I mean, she's awesome. I can't even get into how we have to get her in here sometime yeah. to get like we need to have Karen's corner or something because <laughs> she is honestly one of the most phenomenal people I've ever come across in my life. I agree. The fact that I get to be friends with her is like, <laughs> oh. Um, so apparently, Jen, you and I need to search out a decent dating site yes. if we want to find- Pay money. Pay money. Okay. Doesn't have to be that much. You don't have to be spending $100 a month, but pay money. Yeah. It'll be worth it. And also, though, if as you've just recently kind of I don't, I don't want to say come to terms like being gay is something you have to shoulder. You know, it's not that. You've actually realized you've actually embraced who you are right. and, and who you are and what you want in mm-hmm. your life to make you feel fulfilled. That is so super new. Yeah. You know, and of course, everyone. And when I say everyone, I mean me and Jen. You know, <laughs> we want love and Gary Anonymous. And Gary Anonymous. We Nonymous. want love. We want what we want right now. She sure. just say like, yes, impatient. I'm impatient too. Right. But in your case, it might be a good idea to try to make some friends first, to try to do meet up. I, well, I almost got through a whole show without having to warn anyone about COVID. Oh, God we almost made it. Damn it. <laughs> you know, because I know you said that there's some gay bars and you've been going to them. So hopefully all that's going like super safely and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, there could be meetup groups. There could be not fishing for pussy. Yeah. Fishing for pussy has a very strange connotation to it. <laughs> not, you know, who can I fuck or who or who can I love? Right. Um, right away as you're just, you know, getting your feet wet in yourself and fishing for pussy. This has gone a little off the rails. <laughs> and I am really super so excited for Jen. Yeah. Try to search out some places to just meet. Yeah. People. Even and online, you, you can absolutely do dating sites and and I'm proof that they work if you're willing to pay some money. Um, but there's more beyond that on the internet too. Maybe there's Facebook groups or Instagram groups. Maybe there's groups uh, of local people that are in similar situations yeah, or that just get together and, you know, it, there's a, a lesbian book club or something that's yeah, yeah, just yeah. a group where people with similar like-mindedness can get together and talk about stuff. Because Lori Beth is right. You're kind of new to this and, and you need a little, not guidance. Guidance isn't the right word, but. If you need a little guidance, please ask someone else. <laughs> but you need, you know, just help getting into the community. And and I don't know, online is a good way to start getting into those kind of groups. Yeah. And there is really something to be said for, and this is kind of the antithesis of the dating apps of being friends with someone. Yeah. And through getting to know other people through, like Clark said, you know, maybe there's a gay book club, there's whatever you'll be able to lean on. You'll be able to get the experience from people that have been through this before. Right. That say, you know, I came to terms with this too. I'm so glad you're here with us. Here's Mm -hmm. what happened to me. Here's my advice. You know, if you can get advice on this from a gay woman or gay man who has literally been through it, it might trump what I have to say, <laughs> but I guess, Jen, if you and me just want to bang, we'll stick with the uh, free one at a time. See, there you go. There's always. Uh... I really am. I mean, of course, I'm making crass jokes, but like the uh, writing into us in the first place, Jen, is like pretty amazing. And Very for you brave. to write back and just say that you've. That you're really just trying to be you and be open to 
what's going to make you happy? Because yep. it's like, what the fuck are we doing if yep. we're just going through life knowing we're trying not to do right. what will make us happy? So I'm really proud of you. Very proud. And I'm really totally tearing up now, even after I made weird pussy jokes. <laughs> so congratulations, and thank you so much for writing in. Yeah. We're, I swear to God, all the people that write us, they're so great. We have the best listeners. They're really, really great. And I we, agree. We uh, appreciate all of you, and we hope we're giving you good advice. <laughs> all right. So let's. Uh, that was great. Let's move on now to our final question of the week. LB, are you ready for the final question? I am. All right. Let's do it. This is a uh, final question from Anne. And Anne says, Hi, Lori, Beth, and Clark. I have a past relationship question for you. The background. After two kind of unhealthy relationships, followed by a lot of miscellaneous tindering, I've decided to take myself out of the dating game until I could get my own shit sorted. It's been about a year and a half since my last relationship ended, and I can honestly say I am the happiest and most confident I've been in years, except for one thing that seems to be really holding me back. Those two past relationships I, I mentioned, one was not great, and the other was super not great. Mm. Basically a bully. Both dudes were judgmental, preoccupied with how I live my life, and very prone to offering unsolicited advice. They both seemed to think that if I didn't socialize the way they did, I'm an introvert, have the same familial relationships as them, my family is great, just not particular, particularly outwardly affectionate, or just run my life the way they ran theirs. That there was something wrong with me and my ability to adult, and that they had to teach me how to live correctly. I've healed and learned a lot about recognizing red flags, standing up for myself, and setting boundaries. But still, after all this time, I find their voices popping up in my head multiple times a week, if not every day judging me for the most inconsequential stuff. It's like I have a very not funny Statler and Waldorf intruding on my thoughts every so often to tell me how inept I am. Do you have any advice on evicting these jerks from my mind? Regardless, thanks for reading. I love your podcast. You guys are so personable and seem like a hoot and a half. Anne from a Connecticut. <sighs> Anne. Okay, there's two things I want to say first. Okay. I don't know if Clark thought that I was Ashley from the <laughs> other one. I don't know if he thought I was Anne as well. Right. Clark gets all the questions, and some of them are great, and yeah. some of them are weird, and some of them are not, and all that kind of stuff. Whether your question was about how to go to the moon or how to whatever murder 10 people, <laughs> the fact that you put in Statler and Waldorf <laughs> means that Clark was going to choose your question. Absolutely. So in, in addition to me completely understanding everything you're going through, unfortunately, yep. this is I wish I didn't uh, understand so well. <laughs> You obviously love the Muppets and love them enough to know Statler and Waldorf. So we're already best friends. We're cool, yo. We're cool. Um, I, too, have had two bad relationships. Yeah. One was very similar to this. Mm -hmm. Very similar to this. Narcissistic, mm -hmm. uh, judgmental, narcissistic, judgmental, withholding, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I have also had experiences with family, with other people, all this kind of stuff. The concept of the shit that other people tell us, the shit that people convince us about mm -hmm. ourselves, yeah, sticking in my brain. And how do you get out from under that? Yeah. Because it's like, even logically, I can know this inherent thing I think about myself that's come from, you know, abuse or being treated like whatever it was my entire life. Right. I can logically know it's not true and still feel it just as much. Yeah. And that is what is so really, really hard. Yeah. What I'm working on with the most diligence that I can muster. Mm -hmm. Because my entire head is full of 
you're too fat. Nobody wants you. You are embarrassing. You are too loud. Worse than anyone else that actually says stuff to you. It became my identity. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I went through life with. Mm. Then at a certain point, I had, oh, you're Lori Beth from TV. I love you so much. You're the right. greatest thing in the world, blah, blah, blah. So it was like this, like, what the it fuck in my brain? It flipped on a dime. Yeah, it didn't flip on a dime. Mm. It just added this extra dimension to it. Oh, right. Where it's like, oh, I wish that I was on some other plane where I could just believe the good stuff now. Right. But the bad stuff, those ingrained fucking, you know, churning thoughts and what I believe about myself, what I was told about myself have to be unlearned. I mean, unless they're all true, you know, (laughs) yeah, they have to be unlearned or you just have to learn about reality. That's what I'm really trying to do. And it sounds like, Anne, you're doing the same thing. You said, I took a break from dating. I'm looking for the red flags. That's my biggest fear Mm -hmm. is that I'm going to go back into something and ignore the same red flags I did before. Yeah. Asking the question, Anne, is a good place to start. Yeah, absolutely. Severely conscious. Yes. Of the deal. I'm trying to be really focused and really plain and say, here's what is. Mm -hmm. What is, not what I think, not what I've always believed. I grew up in the, you know, rom-com 80s where I'm going to just meet someone and then everything's going to be fixed. And then I watched SVU and I'm like, it doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> but it's going to take retraining ourselves, and as we meet new people, you know, and as you, like I said, if you want therapy, if you want to talk to people, if you want to journal, what led us... Mm-hmm. I swear, Anne and I are not the same person. I did not write this question. <laughs> Unless I have like the, I have multiple personalities. Yeah, there you go. And you're like, LB, you're actually- let me talk to Ashley. <laughs> you're actually sending us all the questions every I know, week. but I just lost time and I don't know they're me. <laughs> well, I, I have I have another I, a theory on that. Okay. Because I feel like I'm the lucky person uh, out of the three of us here, you, me, and Anne. Yeah. Uh, that is in a wonderful, committed, happy relationship right now. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, looking back, I never got rid of those voices. Mm -hmm. Those voices never went away. They don't go away. You can't evict them. They're a part of who you are. What changes is how you listen to them and what they mean to you. Okay. Because now they mean something completely different than when I was single. They meant they are representations of what was going wrong in older relationships that helped me change to be a better partner now. Right. I can look back at some of those thoughts and feelings and the the voices that I heard of other people saying that I was fat or I was ugly or I was dopey or whatever it was. Uh kind of echo in my brain to this day. Mm-hmm. It's just they I I took their weight away from them. So okay. they have no power. Their voices are still echoing, but it's meaningless because I know for certain that they're wrong. And not only that, it took, we are all, you, me, Anne, my wife, everyone, made out of emotional Legos. Yeah. And every little emotional thing that really affects us stays with us forever. It becomes part of us. It builds us. It beca- It is a part of our emotional psyche. And I feel like pulling one out could do more damage than good. You don't need to worry about pulling out the bad ones as much as knowing and acknowledging what those bad ones are and how you can learn to avoid that pitfall. Huh. So I, I kind of come at it from a different point of view because I still do have those voices. I don't know. If that's a possibility to get rid of those voices, because, you know, how do you do that? You can, Unless you just completely forget. You're so incredibly happy that you're forgetting about all of the horrible things that yeah. happened to you in the last relationship. I think they call that dementia. <laughs> exactly. You'll always have those voices. It's just a matter of learning to remember how wrong those voices were when they were real and a part of your life. Yeah. They were so wrong and they're 
more wrong today because you know what? You're not the person you were two, three years ago. Yeah. You're not the person you were 10 years ago. You are a new person every single day. And that new person is going to have to deal with the ghosts of person past. Yeah. So you deal with them. You learn to accept the voices a little bit, muffle them as much as you can, but also keep reminding yourself how outdated and wrong they are. But also what I'm hearing from that, which is pretty awesome, is... Yeah, and it's like, if we have that in our experience, yes. then how much more satisfying is it to get what you do need and you can know the difference? Thank you. I got 100%. it. 100%. I got it. I got it. Okay. Absolutely. So, so and you and I need to work ourselves out <laughs> and then use everything we know. Oh, man, I, I wish this answer didn't give me so much work to do. Well, but it's also reminding you how strong you are and yeah. how much you've survived and that you should be proud of yourself. I got a really scary thing going on in my brain. Oh, no. What if Anne also dated my last two <laughs> boyfriends? It's possible. All right, Anne. You never know. I, I No, from Connecticut? Oh, yeah, Anne from Connecticut. Yeah. yeah no, probably not. Hopefully not. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Thank you, Clark. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Anne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you and, so much. Uh, wow, this got kind of deep. A little deep. But, hey, uh, I feel like we're helping people. I hope, well, we just helped me. And that's all <laughs> I really care about. Well, if you need help, if you have questions, please send it to us. We always need more questions. If you have a good one, send it to us at AskLoriBeth.com. You can follow us on all the socials at AskLoriBeth, or you could just leave us a message with your name and where you're from at 1-855-336-2374, which is 1-855-DENBERG, 1-855-DENBERG. Yes, and send us in your question if you have a choice to make. Oh, yeah, choices. If you have a choice to make. Oh, we want choices. We want to make that. Well, I guess we want to help you make it. Yeah. Do you, you need to buy a new car? Let us know. Let us know. Let we'll, us know your conundrums. We'll make your choices. We will make any choice. And I feel like we will make a definitive choice. Yes, exactly. We won't be wishy-washy about this shit. And if Clark and I differ on our opinion, we'll arm wrestle. And then whoever, <laughs> yeah, whoever wins will get it. Gets to get it. Yeah, I love uh, it. So, Definitely give us that. I love your questions so much. You guys, unfortunately, make me look at myself. Um, but if you want to uh, find me, you can find me at LB Denberg on Instagram, at Lori Beth Denberg on Twitter. There is the Lori Beth Denberg fan page <laughs> on Facebook. And you can uh, book me for a personalized video for a loved one at cameo.com slash Lori Beth. Hashtag one million hugs is different. It's not part of Cameo, which is how I just made it sound. <laughs> but I think most of you know what hashtag one million hugs means. Yep. It means please go get vaccinated and let's get to the point where I am touching strangers again. <laughs> and just thank you. I really want to thank everyone who's supported the show yeah. and who's sent in these questions, which are so deep and personal. Yeah. And I, I really love you guys. Yeah, thank you guys so much. We will talk to you next week. Bye, Bugs. Bad Advice stars Lori Beth Thunberg and Clark Crozier. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Our theme song is written and performed by Natty Ward. If you or someone you love is in need of some bad advice, you can submit your own question on our socials, all of which are Ask Lori Beth, or on our website at AskLoriBeth.com, or for a nostalgic twist, you can call 1-855-DENBERG. That's right, 1-855-336-2374, and leave your question there. Thanks for listening.